As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to a special edition of the Andy Staples Show presented by Sling. Scott Frost fired at Nebraska a day after losing to Georgia Southern and Clay Helton. And Ari, I don't know how many people could hear me because for those who don't know, we started this podcast. My mic was not working. Now my mic is working and we can talk. Do we think Nebraska settled with Scott Frost? Because remember, the buyout was supposed to drop October 1st, cut in half by seven and a half million to seven and a half million. Or do we think that Scott Frost is getting $7.5 million more million to be fired three weeks early. I would like to think that they probably came to a settlement. Like the idea that you would just be like, uh, here's three beach houses because yeah. we can't endure this for another three weeks. You stink today. You're going to stink in three weeks. If you paid $7.5 million more and there was no settlement, talk about the, the level of angst just to move on. You know, so like that, that to me, I, I think that rich people tend to have uh, pretty good people helping them with their money and how to do things. Uh, and the funniest thing to me is that I was under the understanding, and this could be wrong, but you tell me, is that Scott Frost was actually really close, like friendly with a lot of the Nebraska boosters. So if they didn't block the seven and a half million and they're just like, you know what? We're going to pay this thing in full because yeah, like, we can't go. handle this anymore. Then, you know, that's a, that's quite a bit. But like, honestly, Andy, it just like, hold on. Hold on. I want to Jesse joined our live chat and said, imagine being the swim coach who's making like 80,000 a year seeing this. First of all, the swim coach probably makes more than that. I think Nebraska has swimming. Second of all, the next time 90,000 people show up at a swim meet, th- the swim coach can worry about that. Yeah. I mean, also, too, it's just like, what about every other human being that makes a normal salary? Correct. Not, ju- not just the swim coach. What about me? I feel bad. I wish somebody exactly. would pay seven and a half million dollars to fire me. I just I'm assuming there's a settlement and, and I'm assuming it is between, you know, it's between one dollar and seven and a half million dollars. I, I, it's probably closer to one dollar than seven and a half million, but probably not much closer. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Scott Frost has to know that the writing was on the wall here, too. You know, after the the Northwestern game in week one, I mean, it kind of feels like we were headed towards this for, what now, two years? And yeah. it's just like, I saw a stat somewhere that he was like five and something, like double digits again. What was it? Five and 
60 or something. I don't remember. I don't well, he know. Lo- what he was. lost nine consecutive one score games. And then that, that nine consecutive games that they had all the last nine games they played, they lost by one score. And then they also had a streak of all of their losses recently being by one score even more. And it is he's five and 22 in one score games. That's but the funny, you know what the funniest thing about one score games is? That if it's a one-score game against a team that you're favored by 30 against, that's then that's, it doesn't even matter if you yeah. win that one-score game. Like yeah. they, they like put the they put the one-score game stat in there, and it's really really funny because a lot of those games shouldn't have been three-score right. games. Three quarters of your games shouldn't be one-score games because you're supposed to be good. Yeah, you th- lose. Yeah, you lose a a game that you're favored by 30 by a score is the same thing as winning it by a score. It's a problem that it's within a score. Matthew says, wouldn't a possible set of them be, be between 15 million and seven and a half? Yes. I'm talking about the difference between we know he was getting seven and a half million on October 1st. The question is how much more than seven and a half million is he getting? And yeah, I am. I am. <sighs> I just, however they want to do that is, is amazing to me. I, I thought last night, and Nicole and I talked about this actually twice on the reaction show. It didn't feel like you could go for it. It did not feel like you could continue having him coach. Yeah. And it's just like, when do you think that it actually broke? This was it. This was the breaking point. Or do you think it was broken before this? I think they knew they were going to have to fire him probably after the Northwestern game. And, and I imagine sitting there as they sat there and watched Duke beat Northwestern yesterday. They thought, what the heck? And then Georgia Southern came in and looked like, well, 2005 USC or, uh, you know, some, some incredible offense. And I, I just, I'm amazed that, that this has happened so quickly. And uh, Trev Alberts, the IED, did tell Mitch Sherman when they talked months ago, this doesn't work very often. Like, I think we're kind of, we saw Jim Harbaugh do it last year. And, and now we're assuming that this can happen every time. This usually doesn't work when you give the coach an extra year. Yeah. I mean, and Jim Harbaugh did it by taking half the salary, too. Like, there, there was a, like a caveat there, too, where it was just kind of like, we're going to give you another shot, but there's going to be some some consequences for it. And then he earned his whole salary back and, and more. So, you know, to me, it's just like the other question that I want to know if you think it works is, is the whole, you know, native son returns home to program that he played for and was successful as a player is that something that we want to veer away from now or like it, i think it that doesn't th- matter it is a completely negligible stat I, I actually put this in a mailbag column a couple of weeks ago so steven pray through it at sports source analytics i remember one of our first conversations was about that and he said i don't understand why everybody's so worried about hiring an alum because every time there's a coaching search some alum's name pops up and he's like if you look at the numbers it is completely negligible. It is neither positive nor negative. It affects it in no way. It just way feels good on the press conference. It feels right. good for the fans, but it's not. I mean, I, I almost want to know if you think it's worth avoiding. Um, I don't think it's worth avoiding. I think it, it produces pressure for sure. But you there, there is you know an advantage of the person understanding the culture and knowing the, the politics of the place. So, I, again, it's a wash. Just hire someone you think can do the job. Now, that's what makes this one so weird. Scott Frost was coming off an undefeated season at UCF, and yes, he inherited a very good roster. That This was a group that had, it, they'd gone to Ofer the year before he got there, 
But George O'Leary had re- recruited great players. They basically just mutinied on George O'Leary, and that's why they had such a bad season. And so he was out. Frost comes in, and Frost and his staff did a really good job figuring out what they had and, and placing them in positions to be successful. And they went and got Mackenzie Milton out of Hawaii. And so they deserve all the credit for everything that happened at UCF. And nobody thought this wouldn't work. Like, I'm not going to go back and and revise history because I sure as hell thought this would work. Yeah, no, for sure. And of all the slam dunk hires in in college football that were like out of the water, was it Urban Meyer to Ohio State was one. Mm -hmm. Jim Harbaugh to Michigan's the other one. And Scott Frost, I think those are the three. Are there other other ones in this category of person from that university or roots to the state? Uh, returns back and is in a camp miss situation because like this is a huge huge loss and like the question now that I have more than anything and I think we're going to talk about replacements Kirby here on Smart the show. to Georgia that Kirby Smart good. to Georgia is a good one um, you know is just is Nebraska the problem maybe it's, it's quite possible Nebraska is the problem I mean nobody's been able to to win there and. Bo Pelini won, but not to their satisfaction. I think they'd probably give anything for those records now. They just didn't like dealing with Bo. But I think it's possible to win there. I, I don't. I don't think it's impossible. They they have. It's resources. certainly possible to duplicate what Bo Pelini did. Yes, which I think now they'd take, especially since just with somebody nicer. You look at Iowa, and I mean, unless Kirk Ferentz suddenly decides that he's going to fire his son, they're not they're going to keep getting worse. So yeah. I, this is this is the time if you're going to jump in, you know, if something happens at Louisville, I don't know if it will or not. They want to, they, you know, they want at UCF tonight, but but then you worry about Jeff Brom leaving Purdue at that point. Uh, there, there's all kinds of stuff where that side of the league, now I say that side of the league, divisions may be gone in a couple of years. So it, it may not matter, but yeah, there there are a lot of people who could go to Nebraska and win. Let's you, do. We want to make a list. Do we want to start we, making a list right now? We can now? make a list. Sure, let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna just because I want to. I want to get this out of the way because we'll have the people who say they need to go back to the option. Jeff Monk and an army. That's one. Uh, he's done a great job. Great program builder runs the option. I don't think that's who they would go for. Who thinks that? That they should run the option? There's still people that want to see him run the option. If they ran the option and I were a Nebraska fan, that would be the worst thing in the world. I feel like the option is a... What if it was a a triple option-based offense that was super exciting and the quarterback averaged like 11 yards a throw in it and quarterbacks love to play in it? I mean, I guess like there are a lot of options or offenses that are out of the spread that are basically the option. But I mean, so like, I mean, especially in the world of RPA now, like I think that that word is kind of something that you could apply to a lot of different offenses. The thing that I don't know of is like the, the option type uh, service Academy option or the option that Georgia tech ran for so many years. Like I feel like that is an admission that you can't win in formation form. Well, and also they might be trying to legislate it out of the game. So they keep making rules about blocking below the waist. As soon as they say you can't block below the waist in the tackle box, that, that offense disappears. So I just wanted to say that and get it out of the way. Let's let's move on to some other folks. I hate that. I don't know what's your stance on that. I I like the triple option as an offense. I just I think it's it's fun to, for, to watch for me. But if 
if you didn't play offensive line, I can't I, I can't imagine you like it. So I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's that's not the way. Like even if Nebraska got back to nine and three in that offense, do you think they would they would take nine and three with that offense? I think they'd take nine and three with anything right now. You think? I don't know. I just feel like there's a certain level of just like that's that's the height of anything that you could be. And it just that is just not the way I would want to go. Well, and, and let's remember when they were at their most dominant, they weren't they weren't really a, a pure triple option team. They diabolically used the triple option as their play action so Tommy Frazier could throw. It, yeah. was, a, it was actually a really cool offense. So here's here's some other folks. And I know the Iowa State fans are going to get mad, but I'm going to say it anyway. Matt Campbell, because especially now, given the disparity in money between the Big Ten and the Big 12, this seems like a place for And Iowa State is a much tougher job than Nebraska. And he's worked miracles there. Yeah. Also, same general location in terms of recruiting footprint. You're recruiting exactly the same players. Um, I... That would be my slam dunk next. Now, the question that I have is... Would he take it? I don't know. Would you even think that's an improvement of a job? Yes. You think going there is an improvement to it's what a, the situation that he's got there? It's think about the it. Th- 10, Ari. And, okay, well, the financial stuff. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I guess you got to think about it differently. But, I mean, I just kind of, like, wonder, like, if you think about it in the... Uh, Mark Stoops way of looking at it. Oh, well, would that okay, be a better I'm job? glad you mentioned that name. But, yeah. Mark Stoops is in the SEC, so the money piece of it probably doesn't matter. It's a bigger name than Kentucky. It is probably not as far down the food chain if you get it rolling as Kentucky. Because remember, no matter what you do at Kentucky, Kirby Smart is always at Georgia. Nick Saban is at Alabama. Why just? Why would you create a headache? It's like feeling I, perfectly again, fine and then blo- and, and banging your head against the wall. Agreed. And, and that's why I... Like, if I'm Mark Stoops, I don't leave Lexington unless it is a place where I am positive I can win the national championship. The funniest thing about it, too, is that Mark Stoops would leave a very well-paying job with a really sexy buyout to go to a place in order to build it to what he has already built there. Correct. Correct. He, why, he's like, already why done would you the work do that? Kentucky. And, and I don't know if the ceiling at Nebraska is high enough to justify... Especially if the visions go away. We'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hold on. Let, let's, let's yell at John real quick. Here's, here's what John Hopkins said. Uh, John, I don't know if John Hopkins went to Johns Hopkins because 
I'll just read it. Matt Ian Campbell Sloan is Sloan Kettering. <laughs> Matt, Matt Campbell is perpetually overrated. I a guy hasn't won more than nine games, and to hear writers talk about him. You think he's regularly winning the Bills? Twelve. He's in Iowa State. Do you understand how bad Iowa State was forever? Like context, 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 context. It's important. It really yeah. is. You know, nobody thinks that he's uh, Vince Lombardi or something, but like, of course, he deserves some sort of credit for doing what he's done at a place that has perpetually lost the entire existence of the of the program. Here, here we go. Here we go. Bill Cody, the Tennessee coach, Josh Heupel. No, he's already got the same job. Yeah, I was going to say, what's leave? the difference in jobs there? I don't know. But it's funny because you were talking about Mark Stoops. If he goes to the Big Ten and the Big Ten scraps divisions, then if you're running away from Georgia, then you're going to run into three other teams that you don't want to play every year, too. Yeah, but I, th- I still think that it's not so much the Georgia because Ohio State's the Georgia or the Alabama. But remember, Georgia's always going to be good. Alabama's always going to be good. But there are going to be years when LSU is national championship caliber. There are going to be years when Florida's really good. There are going to be years when Auburn's really good. There, there might so be years where Tennessee's really good. So you escape the SEC in order it's to build just, a 9-3 program? Yeah, it's just deeper. But again, I don't think Mark Stoops takes that. I think the only way he'd leave is for something that would allow him a real shot at a national championship. Yeah. How about Lance Leipold at Kansas? I mean... Working miracles. What do we, do? What do we uh, think already if they lost every game for the rest of the year, is it already a win? The, the over-under for the year was three wins, but they just beat West Virginia on Saturday night. I think it was two. Wasn't it two and a half? It's two and a half. So they got to win one more game, and they, I know they have one more potentially win. You were, you were Mr. How are they going to win three games in the Big 12 this year? Yeah. That, are they going to win three games in the Big 12 this year? I, I Stuart Mandel may have spoken that into existence. I, I, I He's a certainly witch. didn't think so, but... He's a witch. Maybe now, you've got now Kansas plays Houston next. I, I, that's going to be a tough one for the Jayhawks. They play Duke after that. Duke also two and zero in Mike Elko's first year. Woo! Yeah. Um, so somebody I, brought this up in the chat. Hold on, let me see if I can find it because this is this is one I had not even thought of. Vaughn Vaughn's an Iowa fan. I, Dana Holgerson. He's about to go into the Big Twelve. They pay his staff like a big. So are we staff just already. assuming that everybody wants to go to that Big Ten money? Right. That's that's the thing. I, that that's the question. I, we have not had. You know, it hasn't been this vast Perfect. the gap. <laughs> there is a lot of threads on on Nebraska websites uh, that has start with "What about Urban Meyer?" Which well, I, and, and and I'm seeing a ton of Gary Patterson on here, too. guys. It's the NIL era. Let's let's move along. But uh, two just said Bill O'Brien, and that's another interesting one because of what he did at Penn State during a time mm-hmm. where they were wrecked with scholarships. I would I would argue that the Bill O'Brien situation, the the, the the situation he walked into at Penn State, much harder than Nebraska is right now. Yeah, no, I I'm with you. I I really do believe that uh, if you can win the way that they were winning at Iowa State, you can win that way at Nebraska because I still think that Nebraska's brand. It's probably still has more impact, more power than the Iowa State brand. I also think Nebraska is going to become a popular transfer destination because when when people are transferring, they're not looking for the same kind of razzle dazzle as as when they are looking the first time. But Nebraska the, still has like an opportunity to play. They in have a, all, Nebraska has all the stuff. If you are good there, you are a freaking rock star. And despite their struggles, they have managed to develop people for the NFL. So if they're better, they'll be developing more people for the NFL. 
so it's it, it will be one of those where somebody goes into the portal and if they get if they go to Lincoln, they're going to go, you know what? This could work. Yeah, that's a really good point. And especially if you can uh, brand yourself as that. Yep. As a place that has success with guys who come in after. Mm-hmm. Now, let me give you another one because I mentioned option concepts, but an offense that is fun and quarterbacks want to play in it. Jamie Chadwell. Now, he has said that his wife would never let him leave the South. Nebraska can offer a lot of money to you can build a dome over your house. You can you can turn your house into into Myrtle Beach of the Midwest. That's funny. Or of the of the heartland. Is like Nebraska in a place where it needs to rebrand itself? No, it's Nebraska. It doesn't so, have to rebrand. It just has to play better football. Yeah, I don't know. Like, re, you know, sometimes you think about these hopeless jobs and you're like, you got to get this person in here. So it makes it feel like it's that. Because it doesn't have to feel like anything. They just have just, to be better at football. It's not yeah. that complicated. Now, Matthew's saying, don't overthink this. Just hire Luke Fickle. I don't know if Luke Fickle would take it. Yeah. He, he's a different cat now. Like, he's one that there's a lot of places I think you could throw an obscene amount of money at him. He's just be like, eh, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you don't. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't know. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm telling you, if you could convince Jamie Chadwell to move, Jamie Chadwell would kill it at Nebraska. It would be fun. Kill it. Here's the problem. I think that a lot of the people that were on this list, you see the Luke Fickles, the Dave Arandas, the Dave Arandas, another one that doesn't feel like he'd move for just anything. These guys are all in a position where they've already done enough at their current position that their next job should be bigger than this. Like, uh, do you do you go to a play like? If you're Matt Campbell mm-hmm. or you're Mark Stoops or you're Dave Aranda or any of these guys, Luke Fickle. Okay. Is the next job that you take a rebuild? You got to decide, though, if you're those guys. So who? what it's interesting because now Aranda is a different story because he's geographically different and, and just sort of base you know, his, his history is kind of everywhere. But like Fickle, Campbell, I think we're assuming that if they would ever if they ever left where they are and they are both. I would consider very difficult to move and Mark Stoops, who we consider extremely difficult to move that we're talking about probably a, a similar set of schools, Notre Dame, Michigan, Penn state, Ohio state. None of these jobs, like, yeah, some of these jobs might open, but when, but why leave a current position to create a new headache when they will open eventually for a ton of money? Like a metric crap yeah, ton of I money. Yeah, I mean, if it's a metric crap ton of money, you, I would probably just go coach anywhere. But like we always say, like, is it worth to a lot of these people that is that what this is to some people? You know, maybe it I, is. I think you can win there. I, 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 they have, they have resources. They have money. I realize the geography is not ideal, but I don't. You and I have talked about this a bunch of times because I'm the one who did all those map studies years ago about where recruits go and. That's changed. Like the mm-hmm. idea of you have to go to this place because it's close to home or, you know, most recruits want to stay close to home. That has changed. The top recruits don't care nearly as much about staying close to home. They tend to cluster together. So if you create something cool, it doesn't really matter where it is. And oh, by the way, Nebraska, if you are good, you're going to make a lot of money in NIL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you. I think you have a, you have enough different pieces there to create a plan that could work. 
You mm-hmm. have a brand that is still a recognizable brand. You have the transfer thing. You have the facilities. You have the passionate fan base. You have the NIL. You have a winnable side of the conference for the time being. You get the right person in there that can kind of maximize all those different pillars of advantages that they have. And you have a, a team that could at least win nine, 10 games a year. Right. They can be Wisconsin or Iowa, especially if Iowa has decided because of nepotism that they don't want to be Iowa anymore. Yeah. I mean, I just don't see a fundamental difference between those two programs in Nebraska other than they figured out who they are. That's it. That's exactly it. So all Nebraska needs to do is figure out what its identity is. It does not have to be the triple option. It does not have to be any sort of one thing. I would think a coach who's better at developing talent rather than just grabbing the the five stars. But look, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, they develop talent as well as anybody. They just happen to get the five stars too because they're really good at recruiting. You don't have to get a top 10 class every year at Nebraska to win. You can get a top 25 class every year. Andy, there's no more, there's no more, you have to get any type of class to make the playoff anymore. That's dead. You only need to get a top 10 or top five class to win a national title, but the, the bottom half of what you need to get to make the playoff is not even in the top 40. If you do it right, you get good transfers in, you're a good developmental program. You finish second in the Big Ten. I mean, if Northwestern can go to multiple Big Ten championship games, if Iowa can go to multiple Big Ten championship games, you're telling me Nebraska can't go once? Yeah. Uh, I, I keep seeing Dave Clawson get mentioned. I don't think Dave Clawson would leave for Nebraska. That that sounds like hell on earth for him. He does not want to be at a football factory type school where you are the most famous person in the city. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's just his personality. That's That's not... It's not a slight on Nebraska. Like, <laughs> I, I think it'd be the same thing with like an SEC school or an a, a bigger time ACC school. Like he, he, that's just not what he wants. Did you see uh, Hank's suggestion? Hank, uh, let's see this one. No, the a two down or three oh, okay. down. Oh, oh yes, actually Brian Harson, I think would be much better fit. Great at Nebraska compared much to Auburn. Fit. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's He's the type of higher Auburn. The- He's a perfect fit at Nebraska. Yeah, that's funny to me. Um, you know, maybe there there are two paths like ships in the night will cross. Seriously, you never know. Um, Ooh, Paul Connor with an interesting, serious question: Does Iowa State make a playoff before Nebraska? I mean, if Nebraska makes the right hire, no. But if Matt Campbell's still at Iowa State and Nebraska messes this one up, yeah. I mean, I think the answer to the question is. Probably Iowa State because they're the only ones out of the two that would have made it at all in this in this old new format. Bobby McKay is moving to a Big Ten school better than the ACC or the Big Twelve, only if you like lots and lots of money. I mean, honestly, Andy, I I like have been discounting money as a, that's what the what makes the world turn. Yes, I, and like, it's not. It's, it's like it's not just the salary for you. Like let's let's think back to when Mel Tucker got hired by by Michigan State away from Colorado. They offered him a bunch of money. He turned it down. They came back and they're like, here's some more for you. And oh, by the way, we will double your assistant coach salary pool. Double. Like that means something like to be able to reward your guys, to be able to keep your guys. It means a lot. And that's the advantage that those Big Ten and SEC schools are going to have going forward. Yeah. And I mean, that's the number one thing for 
a coach outside of how much they're getting paid probably, right? How much money am I going to have for coaching staffs and how much money is the administration willing to buy and, into all and, the things and that I And will I be able to keep them if we're good and people are trying to steal them? To steal them, yeah. And, you know, if I need this for my recruiting uh, strategy, will you buy it for me? If I need an upgrade to my facility, will you do it? How many questions are you going to ask me every time I tell you I need something? And exactly. when you make a ton of money in the television contracts, you're less likely to encounter those problems. We'll be right back after these words. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what they can do if they want to. Now, Philip Daniels with uh, uh, Pete Golding, the D.C. at Alabama, I, that's an interesting choice, too. I, I think, you know, it, you don't know when you're hiring a Saban assistant. Uh, we, we talked about this on the pod last week. Like, how much of the Saban system are you actually getting? But Pete Golding has done a very good job there and, and does seem to be kind of next in line for that bunch. This is... It really needs to be kind of what Miami said to Mario Cristobal. Whatever you want, whatever you need, we'll make it happen. Oh, the other coach I haven't mentioned yet, I was, I was actually trying to look up the uh, the scores of the NFL games as if today's result will, will decide it one way or the other. But as we record this, the Browns are up 14-0 on the Panthers. Now, the Panthers are about to, uh, about to score. But Matt Rule, the second he's not the Panthers head coach anymore, will be in high demand yeah. in the college ranks because Matt Rule's personality is one that will work very well in the transfer portal NIL era. And also, he's a developer. Yep. Look at a Temple. Look at Baylor. Like, he's he's perfect for this type of job. Yeah. So if it doesn't work out in Charlotte and they let him go, that's definitely a guy you want to talk to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that... NFL thing makes it sexy too. Vaughn uh, asked about Chris Peterson. I, I don't know about Chris Peterson. This is a much more high profile job than Chris Peterson would tend to want. There's a reason he chose Washington when he could have gone to USC at one point because the Huskies are, are squarely behind the Seahawks in that town. You're not dealing with the kind of pressure and just spotlight that you would be in Nebraska. The, the thing you've got to understand about Nebraska is you are the most famous person in the state. And everyone wants to know what you are doing, how you are making them better every second of every day. So that's that. Hank with a good question. Would Dan Mullen entertain Nebraska? He worked well at Mississippi State under the radar, so to speak. Nebraska's not under the radar, though. But... Similar challenges at each yeah, school, and Dan Mullen did very it well. It is kind of under the radar a little bit. Like, it's not in the sense of how much people care and what it means to the people in the state, but the expectations of what the program needs to achieve right. probably match more Mississippi State than Florida. Right, and Dan Mullen does not have to out-recruit Ohio State if he's the Nebraska coach, which, if you're the Florida coach, your job is also to try to out-recruit Georgia, and he wasn't trying to do that. So it doesn't matter at, at Nebraska. You don't have to try to out-recruit Ohio State. Yep. So this is 
this is going to be a, a really interesting coaching search. Wow. Week two, first firing of the year. You, everybody should uh, text us and let us know, email us, tweet at us what you would do with seven and a half mil. Yes. I, I, I already <laughs> have the beach house picked out. Yeah, you know where it is. It's on it's the in Redneck Riviera. I look yeah. at it on Zillow like three times a week. Why don't you just go buy it? With what? Sell your house. Start Uber driving. Move there. Full time. I, I still couldn't afford it. Already, you know what the payments would be on something like that? I have no idea. What's the sticker on yours? What's the price? I, I not anywhere near that. Is it more than two million? My house? No, no. The, oh, house, the house you house? want. Yeah. yeah, it's six and a half million. Oh, well, I thought that you had a reasonable one. No. There was if a I'm reasonable one. I dream about a beach house that I look at three times a week. You sent me a reasonable, reasonable one. You sent me a reasonable one that was near a restaurant that you like. That No, that that's that was a reasonable one that I sent you. But the other one that's even closer is six and a half million dollars. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to have to start a how to get Andy his beach house. Uh, campaign. I need on this to podcast. get hired at Nebraska and then get yeah. fired three weeks before my buyout drops. If you That's get the how. head coaching job at Nebraska, can I be your player personnel director? Hell yeah! <laughs> I just want to come. Yeah, we could. Uh, could be the ass of programs. We're, we would be the ass of programs. Don't you come worry. To Nebraska, you be get ass. That's right. That's right. We would be so bad at those jobs. Can you even imagine? I think I would be good at making a plan. I would be terrible at talent evaluation. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think but I this, could make a I think I could make a plan. This guy's mullet's though. amazing. We got to sign him as a QB. All right, yeah. can he throw? I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, if he could throw like the other guy who was a mullet, I'd be a pretty good spot. Well, that, that guy was throwing really well. And, and we did hear Quinn Ewers hopefully back this season, six to eight weeks, maybe back potentially as soon as they'll In time for the, the college football playoff? Yeah, let's not get Run. up that. Let's not get over our skis. All right. Ari, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, boy. On December 1st, Nebraska's head football coach is? Well, let's say December 5th because they might make conference This is impossible. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't either when, because the, the, the dynamic, like I think about all the people we named. But the dynamics are very interesting because the people who would fit the best, like your Matt Campbells, your Luke Fickles, are also the people who don't are not apt to move quickly and are not you know apt who to I, chase the money. You know who I almost said is Lance Leipold. But That's if a good I, one. but if I say that, is Kansas job is the Kansas job Kentucky on steroids? No. Like, if you win five games a year, no, you don't get paid as much, right? So no. that's the deal. No, you know? no, 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 I'm just no. trying to say, like, what is the bar to be the Kansas, just a right off into the sunset, collecting big, fat checks and never having a single day of stress in your life? There's not one. All of these jobs are incredibly stressful. That's the whole point. That's what, that's what the money's for. I feel like Kansas would be the least stressful job there is. Because nobody even assumes you can win a single game, ever. I'm I'm guessing if we had Lance Leipold on the show, he would tell us it's extremely yeah, stressful. No, I know he's a good guy, but I I, uh, I I was trying to get you to come along with me about um what we say about Kentucky. 
I, I understand where you're coming, where you're going with that. Where if you win eight games, they build a statue of you. That's not yeah, Nebraska. Not even eight. Never going to be Nebraska. No, I'm talking about Kansas. Oh, I, I I get you. I understand. I think getting Kansas to that point would require a miracle, and you would get hired away by someone who would pay you a lot more money. Yeah. If you yeah. Could. I mean, I guess it's like the the whole conference money realignment stuff. You know. Yeah. I get it. But and Kentucky's Whew. in the SEC, and the money's already there. But exactly. I, I was just trying to think of like if I could lay back in the sun. You know, win three or four games in a year, not to worry about getting fired, you know, build something. It wouldn't be that bad of an existence. Columbia, maybe. But I don't know. I'm not sure you're getting paid enough to live in NYC. Yeah. It's listen, this is this is going to be okay. Here's one. Would Lane Kiffin go there? They got more money than Ole Miss. Maybe you could have the same model that you have at Ole Miss at Nebraska. Because Ole Miss is a big transfer uh, transfer well, destination. Because Lane's made it that way. Yeah, I could see that if they if they back up the Brinks truck, which they can, which they can. All right, this coaching search is going to be spicy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we we just named like fifteen guys. We did, and and. A lot of them sound semi-realistic. So I, I don't know if this this carousel is going to be as active as last year's, but my guess is with all this new money flowing in, especially the Big Ten and the SEC, people are going to get antsy. People are going to be like, I, I, we can do better. We, we've got a fortune. We're sitting on a pile. Let's go. But it is, uh, it's week two, and we're already talking about an opening. This college football season continues to be bananas. We'll talk to you later.